Hey, what's up, friends? It's Corey and Alicia Jones again. Welcome to our second edition of our, for now, Firewater Podcast. That's the name we went with for now. Um, we're not exactly sure. We had to put something in there, so we decided to use that just because she's a water sign and I'm a fire sign under the astrology code. <laughs> and uh, they're kind of like opposites, so we thought that that would be a good little touch on our podcast since a lot of our natural instincts and our natural tendencies are a little bit opposite of each other. So what are we talking about today, babe? Well, we're talking about whose job is harder, moms or dads. And it all stemmed from the other day, I think it was like Wednesday or something. I had a rough morning with the kids and I did a little vent on my Instagram and I got some people riled up and then I had like a ton of moms that were agreeing with me. So, um, Corey and I thought that it would be a good idea to talk about it via podcast. That way we can talk about it a little bit more than just, you know, sitting in my car ranting or whatever. I'm actually a little pissed off right now because I'm not pissed off. So it's going to be different because like, had we done this while I was in the heat of the moment, it would have been. Hold on a second. Hold on. What? Did that piss you off? What? Interrupting me? Yeah. If it didn't, don't worry. I'm going to piss you off during this argument. So (laughs) Yeah. I just hope that you get riled up again because I actually had a a good morning this morning with the kids and I'm I'm in a great mood. So I'm like, damn it. I hope I can remember all of the things that pissed me off a few days ago. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, I think the good news for us dads out there is one of us is trying to argue pissed off and the other is trying to use logic. So we'll see how this (laughs) argument goes. So let me get this straight, though. We're arguing. Well, so we don't have what? to say that we're arguing. An argument's not a bad thing. Well, debating, I An guess. argument is essentially a, a statement that can be countered. It doesn't have to be uh, an aggressive argument between two people. An, an argument can actually just be a statement that one person gives. That being said, I think we should really kind of determine what our objective of this argument is. Well, I don't know that there's going to be like an outcome where I don't, I really don't feel like one person's, you know, mom or dad, I don't feel like one person's job is actually harder than the other person. So this is not meant to put down dads and say that moms are better for whatever reason, or, you know, I just want to more so just like acknowledge all this, the stuff that moms go through that we feel that dads don't understand. Cause I'm definitely don't think that like your job isn't hard, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of why I ask because to say one person's job is harder is very uh, subjective. Totally. Now to say that one may not understand, okay, that's a little bit more um, understandable, I guess, for us to talk about. Yeah. But I think the key thing we should be going for right now is just bringing up valid points to each side and then kind of discussing each valid point and seeing where it takes us because it's going to be kind of a hard argument to prove. None of it's factual. It's all going to be who thinks that their job is more straining. And I think we both just need to come up with some facts. So I'll let you go ahead and start this. What do you, what was the whole thing on on your story the other day that I know it was about people understanding, but why do you think that this should even be a topic of discussion right now? Well, it's a big, well, for Instagram, it's because I'm just sharing my life and that was my life. I was getting the kids ready for school. Well, I guess I was getting crews ready for school, but I have a four month old too. So it's not like it's an easy task. Um, so in the morning I was getting the kids ready for school, trying to get their, them dressed, changed out the door, fed the whole deal. And I was pissed off because it was like such a mission and it was just such a frustrating experience that by the time I had dropped crews off, like when I dropped him off, 
I drove away feeling guilty. I was like, why did we have to have such a bad morning? Why does it always have to be this way? Why can't it just be an easy morning and like I drop off, I drop him off and I feel good and I, you know, give him a kiss and everything's fine. It's not like that. I drive to work and then I sit in my car and like, just to take a deep breath, like, okay, that was rough. And so for me, I share all this shit on Instagram. So that's why it wasn't like I had an intention of having an outcome. I just share my life. And that was what I was going through in that morning. And I just based off of my experiences, when I do share my real life moments in the heat of the moment like that, that are just, they're not thought out. They're just kind of like, if I'm upset, I pick up my phone and start recording and I don't even rewatch it. I just post it so that it doesn't like, I don't start picking it apart. I get a a lot of response from people that can relate to me. And so like a huge part of what I want to do is show people real life. And I want to, I want people to understand that you're not the only person that feels that way. Cause like, I'm sure there are moms that have it it's really, really put together and they have these, like, I don't know. I don't even know if I believe that, that there's, they have their lives together and everything's perf- like perfect, but there's more moms like me that are having meltdowns in their car than not. I just talk about it. Okay. So there's frustration coming yeah. on, on the mom's end. I feel end like I'm from, my therapist right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the point of this because, okay, like I said, I'm very logical. Yeah. I, it sounds like things are going to be emotionally driven in this, this argument. And I don't mean emotionally driven right now, but I mean the problem comes from emotions. Yeah. Meaning you're getting emotional because your day is starting off chaotic due to somebody else's antics. Yeah. And the thing that really pisses me off is that when I have a rough morning with the kids, like I'll text you like, oh my God, the kids are driving me nuts or Cruz is being nuts or whatever. And on the receiving end, you probably just hear me bitching because I've been on the receiving end too. So I know what it sounds like. And it's like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Like just figure it out and get the kids to school. And I know that that's what you're thinking, but it frustrates me that you can be at work just like, I know that you're also working, but you could be there talking to adults, joking around, you know, there's like the environment is different. And so when I walk in all bitchy, you're like, whoa, like, why are you so crazy? Yeah. And I'm like, well, did you see the fucking morning I had? Like, probably not. Cause you're over here drinking your coffee with your 7-Eleven donut and chilling. Like, yeah. So no. that's, what's frustrating. I, it just, I, I don't even know that there's anything to fix it. I really just wanted to talk about it because yeah. I do feel that whoever is designated the, I am not, a, I'm not a homemaker. Like I, I obviously have a job and stuff, but like whoever's tasked with being, you know, the parent at all times, I know you're a parent at all times, but like usually one party takes care of all that stuff. Yeah. That person, whether it's a mom or a dad, I feel has a really challenging day typically. Because it's it's so much harder to work with kids. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that's more challenging though to than, than knowing that you have the weight on your shoulders of generating enough income for the household? I could see how that would be like obviously kind of stressful, but maybe because I've never been in that role where I was like, you know, being the sole provider of a family. But I do feel that I have just as maybe not just as much, but I have a lot of pressure to provide for my family as well because I have to bring in an income to keep up with our lifestyle. I have to bring in an income to help you and to be a part of it. And also because I want to, like I, I want to be a contributor to this family. There are people who they want to be stay at home moms and they love it. I know plenty of moms that are just great at that. Yeah. That's just not me. So while I, I don't know what it's like to be the sole provider, I know what it's like to still have that responsibility yeah to, to an extent I mean you, you check the bills maybe once every six months or so you you do 
put out some effort to bring in income, but what I what I'm getting at is actually that stress of survival, that stress of knowing that if you don't perform, there's going to be a lot bigger problems than having a bad morning with our children. Yeah. I don't think a lot of moms can take that into consideration. Unless they're single moms, but for if we're talking oh, about Oh, single yeah. moms that they they win me, this yeah. argument hands down. <laughs> like uh, they I have nothing yeah. but respect for them. But it, it no, it's definitely frustrating on both ends because while you're frustrated that you come in um, into the gym at 9.30 to 10 to do your workout and I'm just kind of like, hey, what's up? I think it's a little frustrating that I can't go to work one day without receiving these tests. Actually, I'm not. that's a little bit exaggerated. It doesn't happen every day. It does happen a good amount of time though. Whereas I've, I'm already ready for my first nap of the day. And I'm not saying that because I'm a napper. I'm saying that because I've already put in some damn work that day. I, I usually get up at 4 a.m. and I've put in hours of work before any of these complaints even arise to me. So I'm like, okay, tell me about how hard your life is and how challenging your life is. So therefore, I can kind of, I think that there's going to be frustrations on both ends. So I don't know if it's just a matter of being frustrated that it happened or really thinking that you have it worse than the other person. No, I don't think I have it worse than you. It is, it is a matter of me feeling frustrated and then it's also a matter of me feeling like I'm not understood. So when I come to you and I'm like pissed off and you see that I'm like worked up or I'm, I just need you to take Stevie from me, like give me a moment and I want you more than anything just to acknowledge that you understand why I'm upset and let it be okay and then it mo- we move on from it. But typically we end up bickering or like I get really short with you, I'm short with you excuse me, for short fused. And then we end up like getting upset about it or it becomes a bigger deal than it was. Had you just understood like, okay, I understand that. I know she probably just went through, you know, a bunch of shit at home and that's why she's upset right now. So it's having like putting yourself in my shoes and then obviously I could do the same to you, but it's never, there's never going to be like a complete fix to this problem except for experience. Like as I get more experience in being a parent and learning how to parent two kids, then I can, you know, learn skills or whatever. But I just really want you to understand why I'm coming in fresh frustrated and I want you to appreciate it because I do do a lot. And so for me to feel frustrated at the end of my day or even in the beginning of my day and not feel like you understand all the stuff that I do, it's it almost makes like well what the what the fuck's the point? Yeah. You know I, what I mean? No, definitely I get that. But why I mean shouldn't I feel the same way then like I want you to understand that the frustrations I'm going through on a day-to-day basis, that I'm waking up at five in the morning, that I'm doing a lot of physical work that is completely irrelevant when being a, a the, not the sole provider, but the one who typically has the kids. So basically what I'm getting at is that I understand that it is frustrating, frustrating raising kids, especially two of them, and you're the only one with them for, you know, an hour and a half in the morning, and then 45 minutes to an hour and a half in the evening, depending on the days. But the way I look at it is, that, that's just annoyances. That is just frustrations. And I know that emotional, I don't want to say weakness because that's, that really sounds insensitive, but emotional, uh, trauma, I guess I you would know. say, I don't, I don't know. know, whatever. I, I understand that emotions can weigh heavily on us, but the way I see it is I'm, I mean, and you got to think too, some of the, I, when I was in the Marines, I would leave for, for weeks at a time and it, it was just you and I would kind of still get, receive this same feedback where mm-hmm. I'm not even home. Like, I don't even get the privilege of being home right now. Now, the times are different right now, but 
I would say the frustrations and the arguments we've had in the past were pretty much the same, whether I was a Marine deployed or I'm a gym owner and a personal trainer working a couple miles from the house. Mm -hmm. So, Well, you're the person I text because you're my husband, and so it's easy to bitch at you. Yeah. That's but, just, it's, I'm not texting my, occasionally I will actually text like Alex or yeah. like another mom, like, I just had a moment, like, I need you to just talk, just tell me it's going to be okay, and yeah. then they will. But you, it's going to happen more frequently, one, because there's just a comfortable relationship there. So yeah. I'm going to nag more, or you're going to be like that person. You're my person, so that's who I go to to bitch about it. Yeah. I don't really expect you to do anything about it, except for just understand and maybe just be like, I'm sorry, you know, if there's anything I can do, even if you fake it, dude, like, I just want to know that you, you appreciate what I, what I'm doing for our household. Yeah. No, and that, I mean, that sounds reasonable, but I'm losing my train of thought here. I was going to, I was going to basically go on to saying how it doesn't always, even if I say I'm sorry and I just, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sorry and I take her from you right away. It does oftentimes turn into a kind of like a battle of you get to do this, this, and this it's while I'm doing this, this, yeah. and that. And I think a lot of the moms listening to this are probably going to share that same resentment or the same feelings. Is like, so for those of you listening, I go to I, I show up at the gym every morning at five a.m. to train my clients, and Alicia usually shows in shows up at around nine or ten, sometimes a little bit later, sometimes a little bit earlier, but about four or five hours after my workday's already begun, and. If I'm usually I am receiving these texts and I can feel the frustration coming along at before she comes in when she comes in I may be with a client so I may not even be really talking to her and then it just turns into a straight argument and those are the, typically the things that will come out are her telling me that I don't understand or like you don't get saying it. that I have it easy because I get to work with adults as opposed to children let me tell you tell you guys this any of you I'm not a boss because the way our business works is that everybody who trains at self made is an independent trainer meaning they, they run their own businesses. That being said, let's call them employees and let's pretend like they're just regular employees. I think it's safe to say that I truly believe that working with an adult who acts like a child could potentially be worse than working with a child. Because at least with a child, you're like, yeah, you're fucking annoying, but you're supposed to be. <laughs> mm -hmm. With adults, I hold them to higher standards. And I'm not dealing with two of them. I'm dealing with anywhere from 20 to 30. 35 depending on which gym I'm at and if you're listening to this and you're training at the gym okay, there's probably a good, a good chance that it's not you <laughs> per se it's or that it, it's just like it, it's more so having to be in a position where you have to babysit sometimes and you're babysitting adults um most of our trainers are great like I said I'm not trying to th this does not go out to say that our they're, they're they all act like babies or anything but if you have ever been in a management or a leadership position you really will realize that adults can and will act like children. And I think that's a known thing. No matter what business you're in, when I was in the Marines, it was the same fucking thing. Marines acted like children. They did, When things didn't go their way, they would get upset. When they get upset, there's no rationalization. And yeah. that's just, to me, that's even more frustrating than sometimes than dealing with a little baby that just of, shits their pants and makes noise. But you're thinking of it in a logical perspective. So you're thinking of it as where like, Children are supposed to be annoying, so it doesn't bother me as much. Adults aren't supposed to be annoying. They're supposed to be adults and mature. Yes. So it bothers me when they're not. I'm thinking about whatever the fuck's happening to me at the minute. If you're an adult annoying me, I'm going to get equally as frustrated. So it's in the heat of the moment, and, and while things are going on in the morning, I'm not logically 
thinking. I'm, I'm not thinking like, well, my son's four and he's supposed to give me an attitude about what he's wearing. Oh, well, my daughter's four months, so she's supposed to cry. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make it easier at all. And I'm not, th- that's the difference between us though, in, in general, and like yeah. how we process things and how we, how we think. Cause it's, it is different. I don't know if more people are like you or they're more logical about it and they just understand that these are tasks and they have to get done. And I feel like that's more of a man's perspective is like, they are like, shit might suck, but they're not going to complain about it like a female would or like a mom would. They're going to see it as a task that needs to be completed. And they know that ultimately they're responsible for the household. So they're going to just complete the task and they might be like, you know, dead at the end of the day, like totally spent, but maybe they didn't send the text to the wife or maybe they didn't complain about all the things that went wrong in their day or whatever. I'm just more vocal about it. I just tell you. Yeah. You know, because I know a lot of people who don't say anything. They just try to pretend that they're super mom and they're, you know, depressed and they're having meltdowns in their car by themselves. I'd rather talk about it because it it actually makes me feel better. Yeah. So let's get, I guess let's get to the argument, like the actual, like, nitty gritty arguing. I don't like you're saying that we have to argue. Well, no, because I I do truly think that most people who have their input on this will say that being being a mom is harder than the dad's job, that it is more challenging. Um, What you just said, and, and I know that the listeners are, I mean, because they all voted on the Instagram page, which was harder. So they true, they all, they're all the moms think it's harder. What you just said about a man handling the situation more logically, mm-hmm. for all the moms out there who think that a man couldn't do the mom's job. Not as well. Not, not you as, might be able to get hey, the that, job done bare minimum. That's too subjective. But, that's too subjective. Well, I know I'm from saying, experience because you try to do my job and then I have to end up. I don't try to do your job. I don't try to do your job. I may not do something as often as you, so when I first do it, it may not come out prop like exactly yeah. right the first time. Just because I'm I don't do some I don't get her stuff ready every night. So if I do one night get her stuff ready, there's a good chance I'm gonna fuck it all up. I'm talking about just being in general, like you're gonna go to work for the next six months and I'm gonna be home with the kids for the next six months. But also I I expect you to bring in income and also run the gym, be an online trainer, and have all those other jobs too. I don't expect you to do but I a do. lot of, but you do. Okay, so that's so personal you choice. You can't but say you think, you're going to be just like a, not just a stay-at-home but mom. But do you like, think that... I'm a working mom that also is tasked with having my kid with me all day long. Okay, so let's talk sharing roles then. So I do nothing but work. I work 14 to 16 hour day, work work hour days some days. And drive you, me nuts. You, you are home with the kids um, our son is in daycare, so you're home with Stevie, which is very challenging. I get that. And then you do put in some hours of like work, right? So it's it's safe to say that I should put it, say you put in 30% of the work, the work that I do, I should put, put in 30% of the work at home with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's completely fair. I'm get Again, I want to get to what I think that people want to know or hear about because that's what, again, everybody was voting on. That's what everybody... Every time I've heard a mom talk about it, they say that it's harder because they have to watch the kids and that a man couldn't do that job. And then every time I've heard a man give their response, they truly believe they think they could. And they don't think we could run the household. But they don't think that the woman could run the household. So now it really is kind of like a a, a battle between gender roles and whose is harder. Mm-hmm. Now this is kind of going off where we were first starting because we first started to say we weren't going to just get into an argument but I do want to bring some of those points up. And that's why I was getting to the whole, oh, the man couldn't do the mom's job. Mm-hmm. Now, there are physical things that we can't do. We can't breastfeed. I get that. Yeah. 
can't <coughs> carry the baby, squeeze it out of your vagina. Well, we're talking, have we're talking more. We're not talking pregnancy. We're talking, no, we're I talking know. the the actual caregiving of the children. I know. I'm just kidding. But what you said about us doing it a little bit less emotionally, mm-hmm. that right there kind of tells me that we may be able to do it better. Because it's logical. Just because we don't, well, we we may not get as frustrated as the women. We yeah, we may like, not I, I almost, we may like, not get as emotionally. Dude, no, I don't believe you. Because, you, you okay, you, so when Cruz is after you work your fourteen hours and you come home and we we go through this at night too. It's not just a morning thing. It's where you know Cruz is being wild and he's not we're trying to get him to eat dinner or take a bath or whatever, and it gets frustrating because he doesn't listen. Yes. So you get just as frustrated. I've watched you. You're never just like. Well, my son is four years old, so he's supposed to be annoying me right now. You get frustrated too because it does get exhausting when you're constantly repeating yourself and trying to teach him to do the right things all the time, and then he's not listening. You, it's natural to get frustrated. Those are those certainly are things that, that do get frustrating, though. I think the main reason that we're getting frustrated in the evening, though, is because, and you can vouch for me, is that I've always taken full responsibility for his actions and for the way he, he acts and the way he treats us because mm-hmm. of our prior parenting with him mm-hmm. he's an amazing kid but sometimes he doesn't have an attitude and i think that that's because sometimes we let him get away with having an attitude mm-hmm. i think that our battle at night is that you and i both come home and sometimes we both got work to do so we're on a computer i'm on my computer you're on your phone or vice versa or whatever and then he's kind of going off and doing his own thing and i'm hoping you're going to take care of it or maybe you're not working maybe i am working on my computer and he's doing something but you just want a minute to breathe and a minute to relax so I have to constantly put down my stuff and go get him. Mm-hmm. I think that to me, that's the more frustrating part. Because when it's just me and him, usually I'll put my phone away. We'll go on the trampoline. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm I, very patient with sitting him down and, and no, speaking to him, to him and him telling and I, him, this is that. why I don't want you to do that. This Now we're going to sit on timeout. Now we're going to do this, you know. I've definitely I, seen that. I know that you're not making that up. And I've had I've had interactions with him that are like that as well. But when it's in the heat of the moment and it's not something where we're just going to have fun where it's actually I'm having him complete tasks that he doesn't want to do that's when it gets like you know it gets yeah. harder but like the the main like well how you said I was just like if I'm just sitting there needing a break while you're still working when you get home this is like my thought process on it because I always say that my job never ends and yeah you work 14 hours bravo but I work 24 I have my kids with me at for you know all day long and I also have a, a job but, that I'm having to do so when you come home from work and, and to you it's like okay fuck I just worked 14 hours I'm exhausted my back hurts my you know you're hungry you come home and you want to like kick your feet up and re- relax for a minute and I get it but when you come home my mentality is hell yeah dad's home here's the baby I need a break and that's fine you know what I'm saying and- so that's why it can get frustrating in the household because I'm thinking you're home. That means you're here to help me. And you're thinking I'm home. I'm here to relax. Yeah. But, you know, as a parent, you don't really ever, ever get that downtime except for if the kids are sleeping. Yeah. And by then, you're just spent. Yeah. But what I'm getting to, though, is that the fact that the frustration lies between us, essentially, because we're not on the same frequency and it's allowing my child to frustrate me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm coming home with the expectations to continue working. You're coming, you have the expectations that you finally get some relief. Mm-hmm. Or help. He's or going help. wild and we're not communicating properly. That's what yeah. frustrates me. It's not him himself. And to say that you work 24 hours is a little far-fetched well, because we both sleep. Cruises at daycare from 8.30 until sometimes 6 p.m. 
she sleeps a lot at the gym and I also help with her a lot at the gym. In fact, I've taken her to the Oceanside gym on my own before. Is it as consistent as you? No. But your work hours are still not as consistent as okay, mine. But, so that's the balance right but there. But I guess it's it's the feeling of being the sole... I know I'm not the sole provider of the family in terms of like taking care of the family. And this is not financial whatsoever. I'm not talking about finances. Mm-hmm. So like how you say that you ultimately feel that pressure because you have the responsibility to take care of our family financially. I think as a mother, I ultimately feel pressure to take care of our family on a nurturing level. So even when I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming about my kids and what we're gonna do tomorrow or like the events that we have going on or birthday parties and stupid shit like that or I'm stressing out about something that always has to do with the kids because my job is to take care of them. So even though I am sleeping or even though I'm at the gym with her working, I still subconsciously this entire time, I know she's sitting next to me and she's going to wake up in 15 minutes. So in my head, I'm already stressed out. Like I only got 15 minutes and then someone comes up to talk to me and interrupts me and like I want to engage with them, but I know my daughter's going to wake up. And so it's just like this constant stress, but like you've done something where you'll take like you'll take Stevie away or like you'll take her to Oceanside or whatever. And I, I instantly feel a sense of relief. Yeah. Instantly because I'm like, okay, she's not here. She's not in the same building as me. So it's not, I'm not thinking about changing her diaper or making sure she's okay because I trust that you are going to take care of her. It's something about having your kids in the same vicinity and I can't detach. So I feel like I'm always working because it's, it's emotionally and mentally exhausting. Because like when you want me to bring Cruz to the gym and you're like, he's fine. He'll just run around and it's okay. And I always tell you, hell no. Because I'm not going to be able to train properly or I'm not going to be able to get a workout in because I'm going to be worried about what my kid's doing. Even though you say you're going to take care of him. He's there and it, it feels like it's my responsibility ultimately to make sure that they're good. Well, that's not really fair though because that to me tells me that some improvements in like or some work in self-development for you to be able to detach is kind of necessary then because that now that um, in my I opinion like you saying like it, it is definitely normal but it's probably something that sh- should be worked on if we're gonna say my job's so much harder because now it sounds like i don't need to do self-development my i job's, need you to pick up my pick job up the slack. my job's so much harder but i'm also choosing not to detach and i know it's easier said than done so i'm not saying you should just be able to be like oh i don't want to fucking think about him right now because i'm not necessarily taking care of him but that to me is a personal preference. That to me is not just the, the the requirements of your job as a mom. You know what I'm saying? Kinda, but I don't necessarily. Whereas my requirements for my job is I have to be here at this time. I have to be here from this time until this time. I have to do this. Yeah, those are like, all facts. Like those I can't avoid unless I want to call in sick, and that's not necessarily a good thing for my for our line of duty. Well, what I'm saying is like when I we have her in the gym with us, and I'm training with my trainer, and you are taking care of her, so that means that I should be able to like just focus on my workout with my trainer for that hour and let's say I hear her cry I'm instantly distracted I'm instantly looking over to make sure that you're going to go get her I'm instantly trying to like look over and see what's wrong with her uh, that how do you detach from that because I don't, I don't know because you can because you can hear the baby cry and it doesn't bother you you'll let her you can she can cry for a good 30 seconds to a minute before you're like okay I should probably go take care of that whereas if she makes a peep I'm like is she okay yeah, you know see, what that, I mean? that, so and, it, and that's, that's what I'm getting at. So that's like a Maybe that's like a personal personal yeah. choice, though. It could be a little bit more self inflicted because I do bring. I, I tell you, that's this. just how I am. That like I can't not care about my kids. And I'm not saying I, I said I kind of worded that wrong. I'm not saying you don't care about the kids. 
I'm just saying like I'm so extra with how much I want to take care of them that my expectations are high and I, I'm somewhat of a perfectionist when it comes to these things. And so there's like this insane amount of pressure that I feel. Yeah. And then with you, I think we honestly, I think we do a great job we do with co-parenting job. and taking as many jobs as we have and the transition from having one to two with me going through postpartum depression, like I think we do a great job. This is just more of like a topic for discussion. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not trying to battle you. You know, you're my partner. At the no, end of, the day. of course. And but but we do get into kids. battles no, on do. a day-to-day basis without realizing it because of frustrations. Yeah. Um, and I'm lucky because I have a husband that you do help me and you do sit down and listen to me when I'm frustrated. So for the most part, you know, there are wives that can't even peep to their husband because they'll oh, bite their sure. head off yeah. or they don't give a shit. No, I'm sure. So you'll um, try to help me, which is... Obviously, no, and yeah, when I say let's like continue the argument, I'm not trying to sit here and argue with you. It is fun to like get, get you get you a little ruffled. I need once you to, like I said, but, I wasn't pissed off earlier. But, so no, well that okay. Again, the, the, she, honestly, guys, she's just proving the man's point right now because of what she just said. Whatever for you, I can wait 30 seconds to a minute before my when my daughter's crying before I go to give her aid right Mm -hmm. and that kind of comes with what I said earlier what we said earlier about it being more of an objective objective a task so let's say when we're saying again you may not say this personally but a lot of people on the internet do Mm -hmm. and a lot of people we know do this that a man couldn't do this job Mm -hmm. that we will never understand that we can't do that job now let's just say that she cries 15 times a day probably more maybe I don't know. Say she starts crying 15 times a day or she makes a peep 15 times a day and I save a minute. That's essentially 15 minutes less of stress than I'm having than a woman mm-hmm. every single day. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of women can relate with you on how they treat their kids, how they stress out the moment they start crying, right? Mm-hmm. That tells me that we may be able to do the woman's job because I'm going to be stressing. it's so task-oriented. And it's not, not just it's task-oriented. I'm an, I, I'm an empathetic and a compassionate person. I don't want my kids to be hurt. I don't want them to feel pain. I don't want them, yeah. I don't want any serious risks, injuries, whatnot. But I'm also a, a little realistic and I know if my daughter starts crying, that there, it's, she's not really in serious distress. Mm-hmm. She's, she's trying to communicate. Can it wait a minute? Sure. If not, then yeah, that is going to make my job really hard. But the fact that I can detach from that and I can do it a little less emotionally I think that that means I'd be a perfect candidate to stay home and do this job. Now, time will tell. Yeah. Again, this is still subjective. I'm not saying... Prove it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> but have, I've also offered that. All you ladies out there listening, I have offered to switch the rules and let her do full-time my job and vice versa. And I think I would fucking love it. And I think, honestly, <laughs> we should... At some point, like we should do a oh, challenge. We know how much money we'd save on diapers. <laughs> You're so dumb. No, like we should do it where we switch. Like a two week challenge. Or you something. don't have any job job titles that I don't, or I'm incapable of doing. Not incapable of doing, but we also know that we getting to the gym at five a.m. Yeah, I'm not a morning person, but I've done it. What do you I think would be more straining though? In, in in just between you and I, this isn't really going into the whole topic of what we're talking about. Do you think it'd be more straining, like mentally, emotionally, physically, for me to stay at home with the kids, or for you to work a, let's say, a, a lower end day, a fourteen-hour day, doing nothing but customer service, being a therapist, being on your feet? When I coach, I really try not to sit down. Um, being detached from social media and most other things, getting yelled at by your husband for not answering your phone because you're training people, like all kinds of things. Like, who do you think that 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 would weigh more heavily on? 
Probably me. Probably <laughs> you. And that's because we both know that that's true. Like I was, I was kind of setting you up for that. Yeah. Just because we know, though, that, and that's our personality but again, types. I so, could do it. So it's absolutely. The, it's the same comparison absolutely. with you saying you could do it as in being a stay-at-home father. You could. I could do it by being a personal trainer in person, online, and running a gym. You could. I could. You're but, also... But both. both you're, we're going to get the job done, yes. But yeah. are we going to get it done at the capacity that we do You know, as no, when we have our own roles? Not. No. So it's to be said that I could do your job and you could do my job. Yeah. So... Do you and think that most women could do most men's job though? No. I, I, I personally I personally don't think so because first of all, you're an athlete. You're a, a very genetically gifted when it comes to fitness, and then you also couple that with very hard work over the past five years or whatever. You've turned into a very physically capable woman. I just feel like I carry my own and I could stand I most could I could go to battle. Most definitely with you, you have the mindset and you have the physical capabilities to perform what I do on a daily basis. Not every day, though. I mean, just yeah. the other day when we took the octagon down, you would it would have required more no, people. No, I would have hired someone. That, that's what I'm. That's <laughs> what I'm getting. No, well, that, that's what I'm getting at. Is yeah. you you physically couldn't have done that as the way I did. You would have had to bring on more yeah. people. So that that is a little bit of a knock on your side, but I I don't think that most women could necessarily do their husband's job. Yeah. And we're talking construction. We're talking Marines. There there I there's plenty of female Marines out there. But there are also gender, um, There's a whole, that's a whole gender restrictions in the Marines in general. So you can have a badass female Marine who's in the Marines who's not even allowed to do the men's jobs in the Marines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but those the women who are in the Marines who are doing what they are allowed to do in the Marines are very few and far between. They're fucking phenomenal, you know, very strong, driven women. So um, if you're listening to this, please don't get offended by any means. Yeah. We're just trying to get to the nitty gritty of this because this is when you're telling a man that he can't do your job. There's other things that you got to take into account other than how bad your day was and how pissed off you are, and that you just got to fucking prove them wrong because you're fucking mad that they've been hanging out with adults and living the easy life because it it may not always be the easy life. I don't think that we really want to get the W on this. Like we're not trying to get a gold sticker and say our job's harder because at the end of the day, our job still sucks if it's going to be the harder job and it's not going to solve any of the problems. I think what, what moms want is to be acknowledged for their hard work and for there to be more understanding and to maybe not have the expectation as high as it is. For moms, because I do think that moms are judged more harshly than fathers. I think that we put in a ton of work and we don't get half as much, you know, recognition for it. You guys always come in with like, well, I'm the breadwinner and I'm the worker. We come in, we come in with that. But when does anybody ever really recognize us for that? What? For for being the breadwinner or for logging in once every two weeks to pay the bills and for being the ones who have to go do the, the errands that moms may not want to do you know what i'm saying like we don't let's not talk about errands because what what do you do what do you do you go to the post office like what do you do that is errands i take the kids to school back and forth i take them to their doctor's appointments anything that's school related are you did you sign anything, up uh, when, I, when i'm talking errands i'm talking about anything related to moving out of our apartment when we did early that was a fucking nightmare for me yeah i, I shut the fuck up and i did it though i might have complained a little bit but I didn't ask for your recognition. So you're talking about more like physical stuff. I, no, 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 no. I'm saying is you moms want recognition. I get it. You guys are fucking phenomenal. But why don't men get recognition on a daily basis, weekly, or even monthly basis? You personally, again, you you do tell me how proud of me you are and 
um, you do say thank you and you give me my, my, my dues. Yeah. But and what I'm, I'm getting at is why is this, like, why is this even a, a topic of conversation then? One person's doing one thing, the other's doing the other. Both feel like they don't get recognition. Mm-hmm. What's the fucking, what is the end goal here? What was the question on Instagram that you asked that everybody replied yes to or no to or whatever? Um, I said, I think I said it was like, am I the only one who goes through this or do you guys like struggle with this as well? And everyone said yes. Like, No, there was another question that you asked you though said? that said, you asked a question on your Instagram. And it had to do with the mom's job being harder. Or do you think you could, the man could do the mom's job? Oh, I think it was um, when I had said, like Corey says, that a man's job is equally, if not harder, than a woman's job. They just don't nag about it as much as we do. Yes. So, And actually, you said bitch about it. But... What was the question before that, though? Because I don't you asked one. Exactly. They, I, If I remember correctly, the questions were saying that one was harder than the other. The women were saying that the men couldn't do what the women do. And that's why, mm-hmm. that's why we're having this conversation. Um, it's just like I, like, I think that both of our jobs are hard. And I, I don't, I'm not one-sided on this either. Where I'm not an idiot. I know that you guys work hard and I know that I couldn't, I mean, to say someone can't do something, that's like not what I'm, I don't want to say that I couldn't do it. Because I really truly think that if for whatever reason I became a single mom, I could do it. I could have my own apartment, pay my own bills. Because I work really hard. And I carry my weight in our relationship. I'm not dependent on you. So if we were to separate, I could handle my own. It would be really fucking hard. And it'd be a huge adjustment period because I do rely on you for a lot. But that's the same. It'll be the same thing if you were to be the sole. that um, You had sole custody of the kids for whatever reason. And you were left to work and take care of the kids full time. You would understand all this the stuff that I'm talking about right now. Yeah. And it's just the little things that add up and it, they don't sound difficult when I, when I say, well, I got to get Cruz to brush his teeth, to put his clothes on in your head. You're thinking, well, those are really simple tasks. It's yeah. not that complicated, but it is complicated because it's a problem every single morning and it's yelling and he's throwing something at me and my baby's crying in the background. I have like one eyelash on and you know, I'm lucky if I could get two socks on. I'm a mess. I haven't eaten either. So I'm like, I'm trying to get three people in a, in a good place that we can leave versus just one person brushing their teeth. It's not the task isn't as simple as that. You know, do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I, I do and I don't. And I'm probably going to get some heat for this. But I, I think that there's probably a good chance, though, that in a lot of these situations, things could be done more... Um, just more efficiently yeah like there maybe you were focusing on getting your stuff done and just leaving it up to our four-year-old to get dressed and then he didn't do it five times so you finally went in there and tried to do it stevie's all pissed off when and just for just i'll throw an example out there when you were when you filmed yourself like following cruz Mm -hmm. telling him to put his shirt on Mm -hmm. i thought it was fucking hilarious and it was cute and i love it and i'm not trying to give you shit for it right now but my first thought though was that would have never gotten that far. He'd have been dressed already because I'd have lost my shit. And I would have snapped and made it happen right then and there. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, while, and I, that, I mean, that may sound bad. I'm not, I'm not saying I was going to like beat my kid or, or do anything crazy <laughs> no, to him. But I'm saying I, I would have dropped, I would have dropped everything and made it happen. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I get the frustrations, but I, I do think that, it can sometimes it can be handled differently. Sometimes us men may be arrogant and think, "Oh, it's not that bad." Sometimes we may, we may have a valid point. Um, 
I don't know. The bottom line is that if I mean, if you're a mom, I I personally think you're fucking awesome, and your job is most definitely very challenging, very emotionally ta- challenging, and very stressful. But I don't think there's any need to have like a chip on your shoulder or to b- basically harder. compare them. Yes, if you're a man, or if you're I'm sorry, if you're the mom. Why not just try to communicate a little bit differently and, hey, ask for a weekend away with the girls, let the dad take the kid or the kids, and just fucking kind of force it, you know? Make them take them. Go have some fun. Yeah. Kind of let, let, let loose and take care of yourself. If you're the man, maybe you should pay a little bit more attention and provide more recognition to the women. Because if all they're truly wanting to hear is that we understand and that we're sorry... No, but it's that's not, not that hard. Like, of a... You don't even need to apologize. It's not, like you okay, said, not sorry, but I just want but... you to understand and maybe acknowledge it more by saying like, I appreciate everything. Sorry, guys, my baby is sitting in my lap. Um, appreciate Her lap. what? Her yeah, lap. it's my lap, damn it. <laughs> I'm Here. gonna take it right okay, now. She's taking the baby. <laughs> um, if you were just to acknowledge, you know, our hard work, and you were to appreciate us more, typically people who are feel appreciated do jobs better, right? So. That goes to that was with our employees. That goes with anybody. That if you if you will treat somebody well and you let them know that they're doing a great job and that you acknowledge their hard work, chances are they're gonna want to work harder to continue that momentum. Like that makes you feel good. And so maybe we just need to practice. Like obviously helping me out at night would would be really nice. Like when you come home from work, I understand that you have your tasks and stuff that you got to do. But maybe help me get the kids clothes ready for the next day. Help me by packing cruises lunch. Help me get the diaper bag preset, wash the bottles, put the water in it. If you were to do those things, I'd be like, man, he really, he really cares. He's helping me. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just want no, a little bit of like, do. do you feel me? Kind of. Like, I do, and I, I think that that is where the problem does come in sometimes. Is because if I have been out for 16 hours, which is not uncommon, I've, I've started my workday at five in the morning, and gotten home after nine. Like th- those days do happen. Um, again, we'll use a smaller, say a 12 hour work day. I'm still fucking exhausted. So for me to come home and get, just get right back to work. Like I, when I come home, I like to show my son attention. Um, but I like all those to, I like to still need to be done. I like so to why play is it my job. I like, because I also work. And, and that's the thing though, is I'm tired. Is too. It, I guess but like, how come your tired matters more than my tired? I'm fucking tired too. I'm exhausted at the end of my day. You know, I feel like I had maybe gone to World War Three. Maybe the time it's the perception. That. Maybe it's the perception that when you're not, when you're not coming into the gym and working, that when Stevie's asleep, you get some time to breathe. You get some time to yourself. That I that I don't get when I'm out. When I'm out, I'm. It's twelve hours of interactions with people. It's twelve hours of being on my feet, lifting weights, moving them, um, doing physical stuff that I'm spent when I get home, and I want to just enjoy some time with my son. If I only have two hours after I get home before I go to bed. I don't want to spend 30 minutes of that doing work. Not and I, it's, I, like I said, it's probably that perception. That being said, though, I think I still do a pretty good job of taking one for the team at times. I'm well, not going to do it every night, but I think that that's important for men too as well. Is Yeah, we have had tiring days and I am exhausted, but I'm also, as the head of household, I am supposed to sacrifice. I am supposed to be the strong one. So not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's easy to come home and think, why the fuck do I got to do something like this right now? Yeah, because of what me, I just I went through. Because I go through it every day. But, but but sometimes you will help by taking like you'll entertain the kids while I 
get the diaper bag ready and, yeah. and I make their lunches or whatever. So that is helpful, but maybe sometimes just be like, is there anything I can do to help so we can like sit down and watch a movie together? Or, you know, is there anything that needs to be done that I can help with before so we can get back to work? Like it, the stuff would get done so much faster if you were to help me and I would take you helping me as such, like that would mean the world to me. I'd be like, dude, my, my husband's awesome. He's fucking helping me right now. You know, like it's taking a load off of me, but the tasks have to be done regardless and we're both tired. So I just don't feel that it's fair to say that I have to suck it up and continue putting in work while you get to sit down and play with Cruz. I guess that's why this is such a hot topic yeah. of discussion because it's you just said, why, why don't you take a load off my plate? And I would, my, I guess my rebuttal would be like, that'd be, that'd be perfectly fine as long as you take one off mine. That's what, that's what it is though. It's partnership. You have to help me. I help you. You know what I mean? Like, and especially it's, I feel like we're at an advantage because we do the same job. So if I were to say, or if you were to say, Hey, my client needs a new workout for tomorrow, you can help me by doing that. And then I'll do, I'll get the kids in the bath, whatever. I could do that. Most families, they don't have the same dynamic that we have. So they couldn't share tasks like that. That's the thing though, is now in those, in that position where you're cleaning the bottles and stuff if I said hey that's fine can you do this program for me how do you think that would go down well it depends on how like if I'm exhausted from having kids I'd rather do anything I'd rather go to a fucking dentist appointment I'm not saying that I need to be kicked up with my feet up and you know drinking some cup of tea and like chilling I'm just saying give me, give me a different task like maybe I don't want to be around little people all the time or maybe I, I don't want to do these types of things all the time I would rather go to work. I would rather work on a program or something like that. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, no, just, I, I, it's just changing my task. I'm I, not saying I need less of a workload. I do know what you're saying because I would fucking love to be a stay-at-home dad sometimes. You like say I would, that. I know it. You say you would like to do what I do. <laughs> mm. I don't know. There's no conclusion to this. Like, There's not going to be a right or wrong answer. It's more just like I wanted you to understand. It, it, I don't even know. It kind of spiraled. But Honestly, like, it all comes down to communication. Yeah. If the mom's having a fucking hard day I think as a husband, it's our duty to kind of suck up our, our pride or like put our logic aside and be like, here, just let me give you a quick shoulder massage or just something, you know, something to show gratitude. If that's really what it's good, if that's really what they need, then it's an easy fix and vice versa to the wives out there or the moms who think that their husbands don't appreciate them. Just know that that by them waking up every morning at 4am and busting their asses throughout the day that they most certainly do. Yeah. And that... You may not always get the response you want from us, but that's what happens when you're fatigued. That's what happens when you're exhausted. You, sometimes you're grumpy. Sometimes you're not in the mood to hear negativity. And a little understanding and communication going both ways, I think, would probably just be the best solution to this problem. Yeah, I do agree that the communicating part is, that's a huge point, actually, because I know a lot of times, like, this was, so when I was going through postpartum depression, Corey had no idea like what I was going through because it's, it was odd behavior. It was like, I was really depressed and I resented him a lot because I had a new baby and I was the one that was up with her all night long. And there was just a lot of stuff that I was doing. And I, in my head, I was like, he doesn't care. Like he doesn't do any of this or he whatever. But I didn't, I never once communicated that to him. So that's a huge part is you have to communicate your problems. And you also, what my therapist told me 
is you have to be really direct. Do not assume that your husband can read your mind because they're most of the time they're not just trying to be an asshole and ignore you. They really just don't know. So if you can be direct and just say, hey, it would be really helpful if you did this or could you take her or can you, you know, you give them a task and you let them know because they're very task oriented. So if you were to say, could you do this and hand them the baby, chances are they would help. If because, we didn't, then we're assholes. Yeah, then you're an asshole. But remember how our therapist was like, well, when I was complaining about something. I was like, I'm the one that has to like... Well, no, okay, I'll, I'll bring up a very specific example. After she gave birth, I was supposed to take two weeks off, or kind of. I was supposed to take one week off and then the second week go back. By appointment only. By appointment only. Second week, I went pretty much back full time. And I was getting home anywhere from 6.30 to 8.30 every day. And one night I came home and she was just really upset with me and we were getting into like, no matter what we were talking about, it was just turning into an argument. I was a little frustrated. So I went to the shower and she had said like, can't you just come home earlier? And I think this was actually after we had already talked about it a a time or two. And I'm like, I am coming home earlier. Like I'm literally coming home earlier than I was last week. And she, it, it didn't really resonate with her, but that's when I was like, dude, just tell me what time do you want me to be home by? That way... If you say, be home by 7, and I'm home at 7, you have no reason to get mad. You may still be frustrated, but you shouldn't have made that deal. If I'm coming home after 7, then I'm breaking my promise. And now you have a reason to basically call me out. Mm-hmm. And that was where the directness came in. And I had I actually brought that to her attention, but this was during a really rough time. And she didn't... Basically, anything I was saying at the time wasn't really being received well. So the therapist had actually... Uh, re- reinforce that she was like you need to be direct with him and I'm like yeah this is exactly what I was talking about because I'm he- I'm sitting here being told hey the way to help her is to be home a little bit more and I'm like I am being home a little bit more yeah. and Where, I think where's the line so it's because my way of asking for help is passive aggressive in the sense that where like I'll use a complaint and be like well I'm complaining about it so do something whereas that's and, not the appropriate way to well, do it so and I would do something but it wasn't necessarily the right enough. thing so yeah. if I were just to say, like, so for instance, an example was it was really, really, really difficult for me to get my son to school while having her at such a young age. Obviously, she was a preemie too, so I didn't like having to get her totally ready and um, get her diaper bag going and get crews ready and do the whole deal and then drive all the way to Carlsbad to go take him. So I asked, well, I, what I did really was I complained at first. I would tell Corey, it's so fucking hard in the morning. I can't take care of both of them and get him to school. And I would expect him to be like, well, would you like me to take him for you? But he didn't. So the more times that I had to get up and load up the family to go drop him off at daycare, I would get mad. And so I would get, I would resent him. But then once we went to therapy, our therapist was like, well, did you ask Corey if he would, wouldn't mind leaving a gap open in his schedule so that he could come take Cruz to school that, that way it helps you. And I was like, no. And then she was like, well, then there's your answer. If Alicia asked you, Corey, would you leave a gap in your schedule and go take Corey to school? And he's like, absolutely. He has the ability to, his schedule's flexible where he could do that. And that's actually what we did. So, but it was by me having to learn that I can't just complain about something and expect them to know what I want. I have to be so direct that it's like, I need you to be here by 845 to take Cruz to school, to get him there by 915 so that he can have breakfast at school. And then... I'm good with Stevie. Like, yeah. I have to be really direct because they just, you can't expect Well, in a perfect to. world, when you came to me with those complaints, I could say, don't worry about it. I'll take Cruz. You take Stevie. 
And I think that pro- those things probably do happen in a lot of relationships. But like I said, this was during a very stressful time. Yeah. She was going through her postpartum depression. We had just recently purchased the gym. Everything we make, when, when we take time off, we take a pay cut. Our, our pay stops coming in. The facility was losing trainers. I had to get I had to get back in there and basically go on overdrive to you know bring work back in. So I was he was freaking out on the on the work end, and yeah. I was like taking care of the back end at home. But I was going through a really rough time, so I wasn't able to be at my full capacity. Had I, I needed him more. Had I known though, so here upon hearing these complaints, my first thought is like, well, you gotta we're a family. You gotta get this done because that's your part and this is my part. But had I had she told me, hey. Honestly, I'll be probably perfectly fine if you could just take him in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then I, it would have it would have just resonated yeah. a little bit better. Um, yeah, it's just the communicating part that I didn't understand because it, you know what though, like what I was telling my therapist was, I don't ask, or I don't tell him to do things or ask him to do things because I don't want to burden him. And then she would say, but by doing that, you are burdening yourself and you're not taking care of yourself the way you need to be. And everyone has different levels of what they can handle. So if you're not asking for help because you don't want to burden him, then you can't complain that he's not helping. So you need to decide, do you want to ask for help because he is your partner and you're not burdening him? Or do you want to take it, take the load yourself, but then be passive aggressive, be mad at him, you know, and have it be something that pisses you off all the time going through it every day. And obviously I wanted his help. So I started asking for help and I actually should still do that. I think I, because we, I'm back to normal we now, we go back to our normal ways. We, we revert back, so but I think it's small a good instances here and there recently where it's turned into frustration quickly, but it definitely yeah. helped. Um, we've learned to work with each other better. And, and that's another, I guess, important thing that you guys should take from this podcast is that a relationship. And we've said this on our social media pages so many times is, is just like anything else. It requires work. It requires practice. And it's one of the most hard, you know, difficult things to get down in that sense is that it requires that from two different ends coming in. Yeah, you both I have can, to give it. Yeah, I can practice throwing darts and get really good at it. But if I'm trying to hit a dart when somebody else is throwing one in the opposite direction, now we got to coordinate. So yeah. it's just a little bit more challenging. Yeah. But we're working through it. We, I mean, we've been through some rough times. Again, those of you who think we're perfect, we're fucking not. Well, I don't think anybody thinks we're perfect, but those who think we're like the perfect couple or that we're meant to be together. We work really hard and it's hard. It's definitely a challenge. We have the same struggles and shit. I think it might be worse for us (laughs) than most other people just because of who we are. She's again, very emotional based and I'm very logic based. So it's easy for me to say, suck it up, buttercup. It's got to get done. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm "I'm on the verge of fucking. You're so insensitive. That is so rude. (laughs) You're so mean. Yeah. We're just totally different. Two different languages, essentially. Yeah, but the communication's key for sure. She's getting fussy. Yeah. I'm going to go take care of my daughter, guys. Oh, my gosh. But uh, He's being so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh. going to take care of her. So, hey, thank you for listening. I'm going yeah. to bounce out right now. Um, hopefully, you guys didn't take anything I said the wrong way. Yeah, don't take anything personal. Some of, some of this is humor. Uh, in the beginning, we were just trying to get a little bit of a conversation going, but uh, that's, how we, that's where we stand. And, and, you know, we're proud of what we've done. We're proud of what we've been through, ups and downs, and... If you guys are finding yourself in a similar situation, feel free to reach out for help, but just try to take a little bit from what you've heard today, and uh, hopefully that can kind of help you get a better understanding of each side's opinion, each side's views and perspectives, and um, hopefully you guys can work better together if you're in a situation where it is causing friction to a relationship. Yeah. Maybe the challenge of the day for you guys, if you're listening, 
could be to tell your spouse in a low-key way like that you appreciate them maybe do something for them to just send your wife flowers and just say i appreciate you and all your hard work or maybe you know do something for your husband where it, whatever he likes buy him that like i don't know you know specifics on what you could do but i mean it could literally be as simple as just saying hey i just want you to know i appreciate you and if you need help with anything i'm here to help you know i'm your partner so i think that'd be fun yeah maybe absolutely. I, I appreciate you and i love you and i'm really proud of all of the hard work that you do. Thank you so much. <laughs> and now you compliment me. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. Compl- I compliment <laughs> you all the time. I know you do. Um, yeah, I don't want people to think too that that we just like bicker and fight about everything, and our life is chaotic because no. it's it sounds more dramatic than it is right now. We just have our days, you know. And you guys will know because I post about it, so I talk about my my rough days all the time. Yeah. So if you're not where you where where you want to be in this style of relationship where there's new children and um, you guys are trying to figure out the roles and appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. My last piece of advice is to figure it the fuck out. 